Hey everybody, Steven Jensen here with Jesse Davin in audio form once again. Hopefully y'all can hear me okay and hear her okay. Jesse, how you doing today? Doing good, hanging in there, hanging in there, excited for Double or Nothing. How are y'all? We're doing good over here. Um, hopefully y'all are doing good in the chat. I saw Corey already sent a super chat. Thank you so much. Uh, he said he sent fifteen dollars like two hours ago. Want to read this out? I think he's still in here. Uh, he said sending lots of love, prayers, and positive. Sorry, lots of love, prayers, positive, and healing vibes for you both, Stephen and Jesse. Hope it will be a great show. Thank you very much, Corey. Thank you, Corey. Sorry, I'm not typing in the chat. I had to make a last minute. Uh studio change so yeah the um, the, the dark the dark batch pre-show for this one was uh was basically getting jesse into a spot where we could make this happen basically <laughs> so. yeah i was mm. all comfortable and then just things mm. in my house decided to yeet themselves <laughs> off the wall and just it's crazy her, what was, so, it? It was, it was she sent me a picture of smoke detector is literally hanging out of her ceiling right now just beeping it, it just popped it just literally popped out of my ceiling like oh my god and now and then just before we went live it started beeping and saying low battery like i was like are you serious the timing the timing yeah so a beeping and some lady going low battery it's my smoke detector so there you go there it was right there <laughs> if you happen to hear it um but uh but yeah that being said y'all uh we're gonna be doing aw double or nothing predictions as always, these are brought to you by WrestleRumble.com. And this is incredible because they are doing a double or nothing pick'em contest. The prize, first place, $500. Sorry, $1,000. $500, that's half the prize. $1,000. You got $100 and $100 for second and third place. So a total of $1,200 on the line. And we're going to be giving away a entry here on the show. The way to enter. Let's do. We've done these before. If you send any super chats, we'll give you. We'll give you three. We'll do the ra the random website again, where it like just picks a name. If you send us a super chat of any amount, of any amount at all, you get your name on there twice. If you send a super chat that's more than ten dollars, like Corey has already, you get your name on there three times. If you're in the chat and you want a shot at an entry, just say you want uh, just put Wrestle Rumble in the chat. Just type the words Wrestle Rumble in the chat and you'll get one entry just for typing that. So we'll take all those names at the end of the show. We'll put them on a random uh, name generator. The name that pops up is going to get a free entry for the WrestleRumble.com double or nothing pick'em contest. So um, you got your chance of winning a thousand bucks. And on top of that, we're also going to give that same person one free entry into the Great American Belt Bash giveaway. They're, yeah, this is pretty incredible. They're giving away five United States championships. You got the John Cena, the John Cena spinner, the John Cena spinner, <laughs> the uh, the old school U.S. championship from WCW. You got the IWGP U.S. title. You got the current um, U.S. championship that I believe Apollo holds. I haven't watched the show in a while. But um and then you got the the kind of the what I consider to be the Eddie Guerrero era US championship, um, which is kind of the the one on the bottom there. So you got all five of those on the line. There's gonna be five different winners and yeah, literally one dollar each. 
So, or one dollar entries for anybody who does it. But we're gonna give you a free one. Uh, whoever wins the the Wrestle Rumble entry today is gonna get a free a free contest entry for that giveaway as well. So, I've got I've got Paul and Kogan in the in the pool. Thank you, thank you, Jesse, for for catching that. I see Corey trying to keep up with it for us as well. Thank you, Corey. Oh, that that commentator got fired. He actually got fired. I saw that. I didn't know much about the situation. I but I I, I read a little bit before it we went live. Um, apparently, for him, apparently, yeah, for seeing that, I saw that. I was like, oh man. Uh, apparently, he said something like racist towards Sheeta on the Spanish yeah. commentary. Good, good for AW for. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because that was not cool. Yeah, I mean, if you're, I don't know what he said, um, but obviously it was, it was bad enough. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, yeah. you know, because there's, I'm, I'm very much, you know, when it comes to jokes and context, like I, that does matter to me. But like, this does not seem like those kind of one of those kind of situations, just from the little bit that I've seen about it. So like, I mean, if this guy's actually saying racist stuff, that that that's not, that is not okay. AEW, good on them for uh, taking care of that. Um, are you still there, Jesse? Or are you muted? My bad. Oh, okay, okay, good. I just <laughs> want to make sure you're still there. I was like, because yes. it all it all just went out for a second, but we're still good. Yeah, I must have hit a button when I was trying to say bye to Corey. I'm a mess. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> it's all good. Um, I was saying, wow, that's so good. So we've got. So we've got Paul with the Wrestle Rumble. We got Kogan with the Wrestle Rumble. Corey's going to get three as of right now um, because he sent a $15 super chat. And once again, y'all, this is the last time I'll bring it up before we get into the predictions. $3 if you send, sorry, three entry, three possible chances at an entry if you send us 15, sorry, $10 or more. I am all over the place to you today. Um, if you send any super chat of any amount, you get two. And if you. Um, just say you want a Wrestle Rumble entry. Just type the word Wrestle Rumble in the chat. We will give you one shot at an entry. We're going to take all those. And then Deshaun Turner with nine ninety nine. We'll count that as a three. That's very, very close to $10. Um, Six behind me, Don. Thank you, Deshaun. Um, yes. He gets high. Sorry, what's that, Jesse? He gets three, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a penny. Yeah, yeah. We're going to give him three. That's $10. That's, yeah. nine ninety nine yeah. is, yeah. We'll say we're not gonna. Yeah, yeah. we'll say nine ninety or lower because at that point you're just gaming the system. But yeah. Um. But yes, thank you to Sean so much for that. And he says six and nine me John, Don, which uh, Jesse just met as well. Um. That was that was hilarious when Kenny said that. I was like I legit laughing out loud. Me too. That was very very silly, funny. <laughs> we got Jordan Lasseter okay. with with one as well. Thank you, Jordan. Um, and y'all can do that throughout the show. I'll mention it again, like halfway through the predictions, just in case some new, new people, uh, trickle in during the show. But, uh, but what I'll do just to clarify anybody who has these entries, we're going to put it on the screen. Uh, random.org is the website. We just take all the names, however many entries you've accumulated, like during the show. And then the winner's name just pops up on the screen. And then we will give you a free entry to the WrestleRumble.com. A double or nothing contest as well as a free entry to the great american belt bash great american bash belt giveaway that's such a mouthful and paul gets three paul with three thank you very much paul thank you paul scott yeah thank you so much and paul please uh please feel free to send like a question or a comment or anything like that because you can uh you know we won't charge you extra for that like since you've already sent us you know the super chat feel free to 
you got a question, you got a prediction, anything like anything you want us to read out on the uh, on the air, we'll do. Um, and I just want to clarify, just so I don't hope nobody feels like I'm we're ripping them off. Like these these are to get your name on a list to possibly win an entry. I just want to make that clear. Like, just I feel like I've said it enough times, right? Like we're totally clear on what this yeah. is, right? Okay, we've done this in yeah. the past. Just want to make sure. Nobody, I just don't want Paul sending me like 10 bucks and thinking he's getting three entries into the game. You know what I mean? At least, at least, at least let us answer a question or something since you're, since you're sending us that. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're so grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. So. Oh, this stupid detector. <laughs> luckily, I don't think, I don't think anyone can hear it as long as I'm kind of talking or one of us is talking. So. Yeah. Um, so that all said, do you think. I guess before we get into the actual predictions, how do you feel on a scale of like, like hype level, like one to ten? Where are you at heading into Double or Nothing? Uh, ten, just because like, if I was saying there was no crowds back, I would say probably like an eight. But because it's gonna be like full crowd, I'm gonna get a ten. I'm really excited about that. So, just to get back to some sense of normalcy, like last night, even though it wasn't truly full capacity, but it was very much. It reminded me of, like, before the pandemic happened. I was, it just was really cool. It got me kind of emotional, too. And it was cool to see, like, all the familiar faces, like Amy and Tiffany, um, that were all there. All my friends were there. It was kind of cool to see. And I'm really excited to see all my friends that are going to be there for Double or Nothing. And it's just really exciting. So I'm at a full, I'm at a full 10. So are you going to the show live? No, I can't go. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think you were gonna be able to, but like, no, I've got RSV, and so does my baby. We've both got RSV. That's right. Yeah. So I'm not gonna get. I mean, I don't. We don't have COVID, obviously, because we're both vaccinated. Well, I'm vaccinated. She's been drinking my right. auntie. <laughs> yeah, your uh, your formula. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm vaccinated fully, but um, I don't want to give anyone RSV, especially people that have kids at home. And plus, there's no way I'd be able. I mean, she. She has a little AEW outfit that's super cute, but I'm not gonna take her to a show like that. You gotta send me a picture of her rocking oh, AEW. Right, meow. Yes, awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm pumped up too. Like, I, I wanted to go to this show because it's only like six hours from Atlanta, but I, uh, I, I have to assume AEW will be coming to Atlanta again soon anyway, so. Uh, and I got some buddies who were coming over for the show. Like, there's a lot of interest amongst my friend group, usually, for the big AEW shows. Like, they don't care about the WWE yeah. at all anymore. And, like, it's just one of those things where, like, basically, there, I have, like, a handful of friends that I see, like, four times a year at this point. And it's just, like, AEW pay-per-views. They come over. Like, it's really the only wrestling they watch anymore. It's, like, these pay-per-views and stuff. So, it's it's a lot of fun uh, to have them over. We're all going to be doing Wrestle Rumble entries to make it a little more interesting. So, It'll uh it'll be a good time, and uh and yeah my hype level is through the roof. You know, some of these matches like on paper there's some hits and some possible misses which we're gonna get through. Um, but the crowd being back and knowing that even if some of these matches on paper don't look like super incredible to me, all of them they're all gonna deliver in the ring because that's what AEW does. Like they go out there and they, you know they deliver so. Yeah, my only worry is I feel like lately AEW is like on their big shows or their big pay-per-views, like one thing has gone like wrong that people just want to hyper-focus on with 
what show was that? Was that uh, was it Revolution? What show was that? That the explosion. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what show that was either, but it was it was yeah the the end of their last pay per view. Yeah, and then um, or was it Full Gear? Was it Full Gear? I, I get so screwed up on all their pay per view names. To be honest. Well, I think it was Revolution, but um, uh, and then you know with the blood and guts, the whole Jericho falling yeah, out. Yeah, Revolution. The, you're right. It was the Jericho falling on the cardboard and everything like that. I feel like people like hyper focus on that, so it'll be interesting to see if. Tonight can I mean obviously there's gonna be probably like mistakes every show no show is perfect there's gonna be things that'll go Ari and then you had all out with the uh, Matt Hardy thing um when he like got concussed I was there for that so I I really hope that AEW has a show where they don't have any big blunders like that uh, so it'll be interesting to see I mean I'm sure people will make mountains out of molehills like they always do for any pay per view regardless of uh, company but It'll be interesting to see if they can truly deliver a full front-to-back, you know, barn burner. Yeah, and I mean, you're right about that, too, because it's, it's like, Revolution's a good example. That show was, like, a 9 out of 10 before the, like, just, like, they, they could have just ended the show before the explosion dud, and it would have been, like, a 9 out of 10 show. And then, like, they just, like, it just, like, dropped it a little bit, and everybody wouldn't shut up about it because of how bad the ending was with that dud explosion. And then the thing with Jericho getting pushed off the, uh, the, uh, the, the war games or blood and guts, uh, cage. It's like, it's the same thing. Like had the show just like ended now, granted the finish of the match kind of led to that having to happen because of like MJF winning because he was threatening to push Jericho off. So like you had to push him off. Like if you're MJF, uh, but yeah. But the point is, like, even if they would have ended the match differently and didn't do that angle, if it would have just been, like, then, like, boom, the, the show's over, people would have been like, oh, that was awesome. Like, what a great ending. But, like, they had to do that one extra little thing, like you were saying, like, that just, like, oh, why did you have to add that in? Like, mm-hmm. because if you just didn't do that, everyone wouldn't be, like, it'd all be positive feedback. Um, this, now, all that said, they know this, too. So, like... I feel like if they're going to do something or they're going to have some surprises, they know that going in, these cannot be duds. Like, this cannot happen again. So Yeah, because people are not going to spend $50, $60 on a pay-per-view anymore, you know? Well, I mean, I mean that's possible, too. And, and I think that, unfortunately, when that kind of stuff happens, it turns some people off to watching Dynamite. Like, I think some people, yeah. you know... I'm not one of them. I'm, you know, I watch it every every show, and I thought last night's Dynamite was great. The the late one yeah. on Friday, um, great, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. So like, but I I do know that they're once again I don't I don't like to take the ratings into account that much, but I believe the ratings after Revolution dipped quite a bit from where they were like pre Revolution, and then they built back up, but like it took a couple weeks and. The only thing I could say that yeah. could have maybe like attributed to that might have been some fans that watched Revolution and they were like, "Oh, that finish was so stupid. Like, I'm just not going to bother on Wednesday." You know what I mean? But then maybe they got him back. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying that it got us John Moxley and Eddie Kingston together, which 
I mean, they really did a really good job of um, make you correcting that. You know, they kind of just addressed it right away. They did it right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it gives Moxley something. I mean, we'll actually talk about that match here in a second. Because um, yeah. that'll be... That'll be, like, the first main card match we'll talk about, actually. Really quickly, let's just go ahead and start getting into these. Serena Deeb and Riho in the pre-show for the NWA Women's title, which I think is actually... That should be a really good match. Like, it's it's kind of random they just threw that on there. But what do you think about this one? Do you think wins between uh, Deeb and Riho? I think Deeb. Serena Deeb wins. Um, but I think it'll be a good match. I mean, Riho puts on really good matches. I mean, they the poor girl always gets shit for her size. But I... She always delivers to me, so I think it'll be fun. I think it's a really good warm-up match for the main card. I mean, it's kind of random, but I mean, if Rio wins it, I would be shocked. That would be very interesting, but I think Deeb keeps it. Yeah, I think I'd be shocked as well. Um, NWA has, I'll be honest, like their show hasn't been very good lately. I review it for the Weekender. Like it's there's good there's good talent there, and some of the stuff they're doing doing is good, but like. If I let me just put it this way, if I wasn't reviewing it weekly, I probably wouldn't be watching it weekly. But really? but Serena Deeb like is really a highlight of that to me. Like she's very very good, and she she recently came back from injury, so it's good to see her back in the ring. As far as the women's division goes for the NWA right now, with to make a long story short, like they're really dragging out this stuff between Thunder Rosa and Camille, even though they've already wrestled each other and Camille won uh, at their last pay per view. And it's really, really clear that Camille is going to be the one to beat Serena Deeb whenever they wrestle. It's just, it's just like being prolonged, and I think it had to do with with Deeb being injured. But my my point is, I would be shocked, like you just said, I'd be shocked if Riho won, mainly because I think it's really clear that Serena Deeb is going to lose the title to Camille on NWA at some point soon. So, um, which I think is a smart move, by the way. I think Camille is uh, the right person to, to get that title from her. I don't know if Jeff Meacham's in the chat still. I saw he subscribed to the channel during the show. What's up, Jeff? One of my good buddies, uh, NoDQ.com fame. Jesse, I know. Yeah. Jesse, you you told me that uh, NoDQ is the first outlet you watched, right? Or knew about, really? Yeah. When I got back into wrestling in, like, 2014, NoDQ.com, like, all their videos were the first videos that I started watching on YouTube. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Jeff's a good dude. And, I, and Jeff, if you, I don't know if you're in here still, but uh, Jeff's a big fan of the National Wrestling Alliance, knows about their whole history and everything, uh, more than most people. And uh, let me know if you're still in the chat, dude. Do you think that I'm on track with that? Do you think it's pretty clear that Camille will be the one to beat Deep for that title soon? Because that's how I feel about it. Um, moving on, we have, we'll start from kind of the bottom of the card here on the main show. And we were just talking about these guys a second ago. We got the Young Bucks, the, ta- the team of Matt and Nick Jackson, defending the AEW World Tag Team titles against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Uh, I'm with you, Jesse. I think that, you know, I think the team of Mox and Kingston works really well. I think they're calling the team wild thing now. Oh. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I think that might be... And I think it'd be smart if they did. Like, that's... Like, you might as well. Uh, especially because people are going to be singing that song super loud on Sunday when they come out to the ring. Uh, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be, like, some Rick Vaughn, Major League stuff. Um, I think it's going to be... Poss- Honestly, I think this is going to be one of the best matches of the night. And I know yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, the Young Bucks really, really deliver on pay-per-view. I mean, they, they always deliver. They, they legitimately are probably the most entertaining tag team in the world. And, yeah, Moxley and Kingston have done a good job selling this. And what do you think? Like, I'm, I'm going to go with the Young Bucks to retain. But what do you think happens here? Do you think the Young Bucks retain? Or do you think Moxley gets his hands on that title? Because he really, really seemed like he wanted it last night on Dynamite. Yeah, I, I agree with you about the Young Bucks. I'll tell you what, every single time they go out there, when they're like, especially when they're like an opening match, they bring the fire. They get you hyped up for whatever show they're on. And uh, this is going to be a really good match. I think it'll be a lot of fun. My my gut tells me that the Young Bucks are going to retain. I wouldn't mind if John Moxley and Eddie Kingston won the titles, but I feel like, I don't feel like this feud is over with this um, with this match. I don't feel like this concludes anything, even if John Moxley and Eddie Kingston win. I feel like the Young Bucks are a really good heel team right now. I feel like they're really in their groove with the whole shoes and the whole outfits every week and just be, being just assholes every week. I, I feel like they're really in their element as heels right now. It's really hot, and I really like John Moxley and Eddie Kingston as, like, like the badass baby faces in this and like I said, I don't think it's over. I think it continues. Um, but I am going to go with the Young Bucks to retain just because they're dirty, slimy heels and they'll find a way to win. Unless they don't, which very well could happen, which is why I love AEW. It's very unpredictable, but even when another outcome is possible, it's another outcome that I will find satisfactory. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it should be a really good match. And I, I feel like it's a pretty safe bet for the young bucks, but I do, I, I do have enough reasonable doubt to think that Mox and Kingston could win. Like I really do. So that makes yeah. it, it makes it that much more interesting. Like I really liked the promo last night. Like I just said, cause I think Moxley did a really, really good job of like making it clear that the tag team titles mean something to him and that he wants them. And like Kingston's just like down to fight with Mox. Like they're just like, yeah. you know, like I, so I, I I like I like this a lot. I'm very and you know what? Speaking of that, people are gonna call me absolutely crazy. I said this on my show with Doug on Tuesday. This of all the matches, I I know people are gonna say I'm absolutely insane. This is the match I'm looking forward to the most on the whole show. We got I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, I mean we got Sting and Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page in a tag team match. A big reason why I'm so hyped for this is obviously it's going to be Sting's first actual match in front of fans in six years. And I think as long as he can do the Stinger Splash, the Scorpion Death Lock, the Scorpion Death Drop, and throw some punches and kicks, that place is going to be going insane for Sting. So Yeah, absolutely. And Darby's going to bump all over the place. And, and you're going to have Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky in the ring just marking out. Like, I can't believe I'm wrestling Sting. Like, there's got to be just going, like, like Ethan Page and Scorpio have just got to be mind-blown that they're about to be wrestling this dude who they both probably watched growing up, you know? So, um, who do you think wins this one and why, Jesse? Because, I, man, I'm pumped up for this one. Ooh. I mean, I feel like, hmm... I'm going to say Sting and Darby Allen are going to win just because Sting. Um, and Darby Allen just lost, you know, the TNT championship. I feel like he needs kind of a pick-me-up, even though I really do like Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Um, I just don't feel like – I mean, they've talked a lot of smack. They really haven't shown a lot. You know what I mean? So I feel like 
I feel like this is Sting and Darby Allen's like coming out party as a tag team. You know what I mean? And so I feel like this will really establish that. I feel like Darby Allen's just going to kill himself all over the ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, honestly, for Sting to be wrestling, it makes me like, you know how I feel about it. Uh You're like, Hype. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm opposite of you. <laughs> he's got spaghetti neck, you know, he's got eggshell neck, you know, he's got, you know, noodle neck and it freaks me out. However, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page are probably two people that I feel extremely comfortable with him working with, especially Scorpio Sky. Like, I feel totally confident that it'll be fine. Everything will be good. Ethan Page, I like him. Um, but obviously he's new to AEW, but he's not new to the scene, obviously, clearly. Um, so I'm really, really excited for it. I'm going to go Darby Allen and Sting to win it, just like with a Scorpion death drop or something. You know, Sting's going to hit something and win it with it, because it's, it's his first match back. Um, so I'm going to pick them. Also, I did want to say um, about the Mox and the Young Bucks match, uh, Renee Young is like about to have give birth. Right. So that could be another indication that maybe not just yet for John Moxley and Eddie Kingston to win the titles, because I'm sure that he's going to want to like take a little bit of time off. I mean, maybe not, but um, she's like literally about to give birth. So within like any like literally any, any moment, she could go into labor. So that that's a good point to bring up because people are going to have the same kind of speculation for Cody, which we'll, we'll get into as well. Um, that's uh that's a good point. Moxley may be away from TV for a little while once that happens. So, um, very very good point. Uh, what's up, Issa? I see you in the chat as well. Say hello to the Roman for me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm pumped up for this this match. Um, I know there's people that are like Issa says she's nervous about Sting wrestling. I know you're nervous about it as well. Um. I know there's a lot of people nervous about it, but I, and this might sound totally insane for me to say, but like, it's like, it's not, not to like this literal extreme, but this is the mindset. It's like, it's like Kirk Cousins said some controversial stuff before the last NFL season, but it was, it was really good quotes and it had to do with the pandemic and stuff, but like he was kind of off base with what he was saying, but, but the mindset is what I appreciated because he wants, he wanted to go out on the football field and his actual quote was, if I die, I die. Like, it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. Like I am going like, it's like it's like the Nick Gage mentality. Like Nick Gage literally, I think, wants to die in a wrestling ring. I don't want to see that happen to Sting. That's not what I'm saying. But like my point is like I think Sting's just at a point in his life where he's like, My WWE run was not how I want to be remembered. I feel good. I'm moving good. I can take bumps. I hadn't wrestled in six years. My body's healed up. Like and not, not, I don't want to, once again, I don't want to see him die, but it's like that mindset. It's like, you know, I feel like I, he, I, Sting has to feel comfortable enough at a level where he doesn't think anything bad is going to happen. And they're not going to let him do it without being cleared by doctors. So, like, you know, I know he's older, but if Daniel Bryan can come back from career ending uh, brain issues, if, if Edge can come back from career ending neck issues after almost a decade, like, I, once again, I know Sting's a little older, but he hasn't wrestled in six years. Like, his body could be 
you know, uh, that of an old man, but not, you know, there are older athletes and, and he can be very protected. Like Darby's going to be the one doing all the dangerous stuff. He says, as long if Sting goes in there and he hits the ropes or something and like he starts looking sketchy, then I, then I'm with everybody else and I'll say, no, you got to get out of there. Like, I don't want to actually see anything bad happen to him, but I think that's the mindset he has is like, this is his chance to prove that the WWE screwed up, you know? So yeah. I, you know, and I love the mindset. I love that he's willing to do it. Um, we all hope he doesn't get hurt, but he looked really good in that cinematic match they did. I know it was like taped differently, but he looked good in the ring for the parts that they showed. So, I mean, Brian Cage powerbombed him on Dynamite uh, a few months back and he was fine. You know, like, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see it. And once again, the crowd's going to go insane for this match. Once Sting gets in there and starts beating on his chest and stuff, oh my God, I can't wait. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take Sting and Darby Allen to win this one as well. And I will say uh, that Sting gets the win, like like you said. It'll either be a Scorpion Deathlock or a Scorpion Death Drop. So, good stuff. Any other thoughts on the Sting and Darby Allen before we move on? Uh, no. After that, we got the Pinnacle. Hey, where's the brass ring? I hope the brass ring comes out. Oh, for, uh, for Scorpio? Yeah, I hope he uses that. <laughs> yeah. That would be funny. Um, Anyways. And Kogan mentioning he doesn't want to see a repeat of what happened at Night of Champs 2015 with Sting. It was scary. Dude, that was. That was really scary. Like That was scary as hell. I, I remember that. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I And that's the thing. I like. Do I want to see that happen? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But there's no yeah. reason for me to believe that, like, that... There's so many things he's done and so much time has passed and so much rehab. And it's just like... I don't, I don't know, you know, you just, it, neck injuries are scary though. They are like, like if I was sting, I don't know if I would be able to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is a, that is a tough decision to make, but I mean, edge, look at edge moving around. Like edge looks like he's in the best shape of his life right now. And that dude I, wasn't allowed to wrestle for 10 years because of neck problems. I know. Look at him. So, um, but anyway, we'll move on after that. We got the, uh, stadium stampede match which is the pinnacle, the team of MJF, Wardlow, Spears, Wheeler, and Harwood with Tolly Blanchard taking on the inner circle, the team of Jericho, Hager, Guevara, Ortiz, and Santana. The stipulation here is that the inner circle has to disband if they lose this match. So, yeah, as far as the prediction goes, I feel like the pinnacle has to win. And I feel like they have to keep MJF as strong as humanly possible. Like, he cannot be losing at all. I think the only match he's really lost in AEW was the Mox for the title. That's the only one I can remember. So, yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, the crowd was, like, kind of dead by that match, weren't they, if I remember? It was, like, hot as hell on you guys, like, outside. I can't remember. Yeah, it was so hot. Yeah. I remember that being a thing. Um, but yeah, so the, I, I really feel like the Pentacle has to win this match. But they're going to pull out all the stops. I think that uh, Sammy's going to do something completely insane. Like what, what we saw last year when Kenny hit the one-winged angel off the, like from that, that I don't even know what you call it, uh, from like the stands onto the onto the field basically. like yeah, the, the rafters or whatever. Yeah, that that was sick. Um, that was awesome. I know. 
So I'm interested to see what Sammy jumps off of. And I think Jericho is going to want the this group to go out in a big bang. You know, like this is going to be... Um, so once again, my, my prediction is the pinnacle. And I know there's also a lot of speculation like, will somebody in their inner circle turn or will they all turn on Jericho and all this? I don't know. Like, what do you think, Jesse? Who do you think wins? And do you think we have any kind of like turn or do you think the pinnacle just straight up just just beats up the inner circle and, and gets to win? Well, I think I agree with you. I think that um, I think that the pinnacle has to win. I feel like the inner circle breaking up will if if the rumors are true and they do want Jericho to go full baby face. I feel like that has to happen. And I agree with you that MJF has to look good. He has to look absolutely monstrous and like unstoppable. Um, so I'm going to agree with you about the pinnacle winning. I'm, I'm, I'm really shocked that they decided to do another stadium stampede match, especially when they're going to have like a full crowd, but it makes sense because when you have a big match like that, it's kind of hard to do it, especially when you did the whole blood and guts thing. It's kind of hard to do it in a ring again, you know, bring it back down to size. So you might as well go big or go home for the big finale. Um, things I want to see in this match. I want to see Urban Meyer. Okay. I want to see Tim Tebow. Yeah. <laughs> I want Trevor Lawrence. Uh, we, need, we need Jaguar stuff. If you're in the Jaguar Stadium, we need to see Urban Meyer. We need to see... We need to see the whole, the new crew. We got to see it. I'm sorry. I want to see it. Ohio State fan in me is popping for that. I want to see it. Um, what else do I want to see? Did you see the picture that, um, it, who was it, Cash? Or Dak, whatever his name is. Um, post on Instagram where they're pissing on the, the end zone. No, I did not see that. I saw the yeah. picture of the end zone, like the, oh, they, with the, the logo. Wow. Pinnacle's taking a piss on the inner circle end zone. That's oh, and also I, I don't want to forget to mention last night on Dynamite uh, they hit those double pile drivers through the tables. That was pretty nice. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, um, I'm gonna pick. I think it'll be fun. I feel like they would not do a stadium stampede match unless they had a bunch of stuff planned. I feel like it's going to be a, I wonder I wonder I wonder if they filmed it or if they're going to do it live. I from what I've heard actually I think it's going to be part of each. I think it's going to be some pre-tape but then there's going to be some stuff that's actually out in front of the okay. crowd. So Okay, cool. Maybe like they'll that's start That's a good idea cause... maybe like they'll start the match in like the ring or something and like somehow fight their way over into like the stadium for like where it's already taped or something. I don't know. I'm excited for the memes that are going to come out of this. By the way, I'm super excited for this pay-per-view, and I forgot to mention it. I'm probably going to start this pay-per-view late because my daughter has a recital oh. at, like, 6 o'clock over in far away. So it's going to – which she might not even do because she may freak out. So, Like freak out and not want to do the recital? Yeah, yeah. Because she freaked out last time and just sat, stood on stage and cried, and I felt awful. Oh, yeah. But she said she so, but I don't want to put her through that again. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's nice that you won't make her do that if she doesn't want to do it. Yeah, I'm not going to make her do it. Um, But, yeah, Stadium Stampede. I think we're all on the same page here. Pinnacle most likely to get the win and yeah hopefully they just do a bunch of crazy stuff and it's a really uh really good match last year's was really entertaining and they got a they got kind of a lot to live up to on that one so we'll see how it goes 
And I think you're that would be really uh, really funny if they had like Tebow and uh, Urban Meyer and stuff. That that would that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be really funny, and it'd be a good idea. I don't know. I think it's funny. I just, I well, I mean, Urban Meyer was on there with uh, Mike Tyson. Shit, I popped for that. Wait, when was when was he with Mike Tyson? When Mike Tyson was on uh, Dynamite. They showed him and um, Urban Meyer talking. Oh, I completely forgot about that. That's right. That's cool. Okay. There you go. Um, moving on, we got Miro defending the AWTNT title against Lance Archer. Um, what do you? Fe- how do you feel about this one? Because Miro, I'll say this. I think Miro looked really good in his match with Darby to win the title. Um, last night, I kind of... I was kind of preoccupied a little bit during his match with um, with Dante Martin, but from the little bit I saw, it looked like a glorified squash match. So I'm sure they didn't yeah. do a whole a whole lot. Um, how so? How do you feel about Miro as champion? And then what do you feel about Miro versus Lance Archer? And and Lance Archer, someone who's been very very protected. Like I don't think we've seen him wrestle really since it, really since the last pay per view. And if he has, it hasn't been much. Uh, but he doesn't. He, they they just protect him very well. He loses a lot of big matches, but he like kills everyone. He pretty much only loses on pay per view. When I think about it, like he loses big matches on pay per view, but kills everybody on Dynamite whenever we see him. So, how do you feel about the matchup, and who do you think wins? This is a tough one for me. This is a real tough one for me because I want Miro to be able to successfully defend his TNT title. Like I literally have a zero idea who's going to win this match, but. When you think of Lance Archer, you think of power and and you think of just like, you know, he's going to kill you. You know what I mean? And he's already he's he's had a few losses. Like, I think he lost the tournament, didn't he? To, yeah, for, in, in the finals to Cody. Yeah. Yeah. And then he lost to like Matt Hardy or something like that. He's had a lot of losses on, like you said, like on the big pay-per-views and stuff like that. Yeah, he's lost to Darby. Yeah. And so... It's tough because while I want Miro to win, at the same time, it seems like it's Lance Archer's time. And if now, if not now, then when? So this one's really tough for me. I'm going to go with Lance Archer. Um, even though I don't want to see like a hot potato title, I just feel like, I don't know. I, like I said, this one like literally for me could go either way. But I'm just going to go with Lance Archer just to be spicy. Yeah, that's, it's, I I feel the same exact way you do. Like, I'm going to pick Miro as my prediction, but, like, I hate to say it because I, I have seen, I have seen glimmers of, like, brilliance from Miro recently. Like, I've, like, he's, he is making me change my mind on him. Like, which I, which I've been asking for for years. Like, I've said it a thousand times. Like, the Rusev Day stuff in WWE that was over for sure, but Aiden English is what got that over. Like people don't give him credit for it, but like that was his thing that he got over. And then Rusev like carried it, and then the company didn't really do much with it. Whatever, he his AEW run up to this point I thought was pretty terrible outside of the actual um, arcade anarchy match. Like I thought the story was terrible, but the actual arcade anarchy match was awesome. So, yeah. but. You know his match with Darby was awesome, but yeah, but but like, 
if it's me, I still like I. If I if it was just my choice, who who would I rather see as the TNT champion, Lance Archer or Miro? It would be Lance Archer ten out of ten times. Like th- this dude looks like a monster. The dude can wrestle. Like, he's athletic as hell. The dude can do the Undertaker jump over the top rope to the outside, or he can pick you up over his head and throw you over the top rope. Um, he's super believable, and and Jake the Snake is a good pairing as his manager. Even though Lance Archer's mic skills are actually good enough that I don't think he really needs Jake anymore. I think Jake can maybe move on to somebody else. Mm-hmm. But like, but I think this is gonna be good. Like, it, it, this, this honestly on paper has the potential to be the worst match of the night or one of the best match. Like, it's gonna be really, really good or really, really bad in my opinion. I don't think it's gonna be like in the middle. Like, either these two aren't going to just mesh well, or they're going to beat the hell out of each other, and it's going to be really entertaining. Um, I hope we get the really entertaining. I have to imagine Miro retains. But like I said, if it was me, I would go with Lance Archer, but I, I got I to go with Miro. He just won the title. They're really pushing him. I saw he's already supposed to get a, an AEW action figure, which is, like, him jumping the line pretty huge, because there's a lot of people that moved the company since day one that still don't have figures, so, like, I think there's there's a real big push right now for Miro in AEW, and um, he was over last night. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely was, and and I, you can't deny that. You know, I I I just want to see more out of him. Like, I just want to see more. Con- I'll put it this way: I want to see more consistency out of him. Yeah, I agree. Just you know, and and part of my issue with him too is I don't I don't think his mic skills are very good. I think he's good at like getting people kind of fired up because of his intensity on the microphone, but his delivery it is like a mixture between kind of hard to understand and like which once again, like, I know English isn't his first language. Like I'm not going to like knock somebody for that. Just the fact that he knows multiple languages is more impressive than me. Like I I only know English. I you know, if I if someone told me I had to speak Spanish to somebody it would sound so broken that you would have no idea what I was talking about. But like Miro, so Miro like does, he speaks good English. He speaks English well, I should say, but it's still like broken enough that sometimes he sounds goofy. He'll like be yelling about something and it just doesn't sound right to me. Um, so, so it's like, you know, it's because in, in, in comparison, like when he had Lana, for instance, I thought it worked better. Because she speaks very, very clearly, you know, and, like, really puts him over as, like, this monster that doesn't have to do any of the talking. Like, he just goes in there and beats people up. I'll do all the talking for him. So, but that said, um, so, like, Peter Davis says, Nas Mike skills are great, in my opinion. And here, that's, and that's, you can have that opinion. That's totally fine. Um, and here's the other thing about Miro he does a really good job of making a connection with the fans through Twitch and things outside of wrestling. And I respect that a lot. I think that's a reason why he's so over is because I like a lot of those fans also are like watching him on Twitch and follow his social media. He seems like a great dude. I've run into him in Nashville before he lives there now. Like he, he really seems like a great guy. Like I am pulling for Miro. I have been for this whole time. I just want to see more consistency. If him and Lance Archer go out there and have one of the best matches of the night, I'll shut up about Miro. I'll, I'll, I'll you know what I mean? Like that'll be that'll be enough for me. Um, so uh, speaking of Jake the Snake. Oh yes, thank you. I I missed the super chat. Tell oh me. yeah, thank you so much. Because I added two more um, of your name into the entry pool. Um. But he says, in honor of his 66th birthday tomorrow, 
What are your favorite memories of Jake the Snake Roberts? My favorite has got to be his heel run in 1991. Thank you so much. I always enjoyed the snake pit stuff. I thought that was really cool and funny, and I like when he would use the snake and freak people out. Like, didn't he do that to, like, Andre the Giant? Yeah. I, 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 so, I started watching wrestling in 1994. So, my end was mainly WCW up until, like, 96, 97. So my memories of WWF from like that era is all from like me being older and going back and watching. So yeah. so obviously I know about him and like and, uh, Randy Savage when he like bit the bit his arm the the Saint bit his yeah. arm and all that stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, what else? What else, Jesse? Didn't he like I said? Didn't he use the snake to attack Andre the Giant or something? Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure. Yeah, I that was remember. that was good. Like yeah, like you said, like it's not me. Like I wasn't watching. Um, obviously, because I would have been, in 1991, I would have been three. Right, yeah, we're the same age. It's funny to think uh, that, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I've i always really enjoyed him. Like, all the stuff he's doing on AEW now, I enjoy as well, too. I think it's good. I think, oh, my baby just burped. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I always thought, I thought he was a good heel. I really liked him as a heel, obviously, clearly. So, but he's obviously iconic. Doesn't he have a special coming out? Yes, I think he's gonna be. I he, I think he's either gonna be an episode of the A and E biography and or that that hidden treasure show or whatever they call oh, it. It's treasure show. Okay. Yeah, that'll. So be maybe good. I'll watch back to you, Kogan, because I'm not too familiar with a lot of his stuff because I was a baby. But um, yeah, I just from the things that I remember from going back and watching it. Um, that segment where he sticks the cobra on Savage is another one, especially when I found out years later it was a re- oh uh, god, it was real. Yeah. Oh, ew. <laughs> that's honestly Gross. that's honestly the moment that I think of first. Like if I hear the name Jake the Snake, the first thing I think of is is him getting Savage to bite him, uh, to grab Damien, bite him, and oh then the other thing I always think of, like I know this isn't a singular moment, but this is something that. I definitely would want to uh, to say about Jake the Snake is I always think of the DDT because he's the one who invented and popularized that move and oh, okay. and I still think the DDT just a simple DDT should always be a finishing move like I yeah. I you know I know it, I know it isn't anyone some people use it as a finisher but I think that that move is so good and it's so believable. And when Jake the Snake hit it, nobody ever kicked out of it. Like it was such a, it was such a simple move that he could hit on anybody. And 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 he was so smart for. I heard that initially it was a mistake. Like he was going for like a front face lock on somebody and tripped, and they just like fell that way. And he was like, "Oh my god! Like this is incredible! Like nobody's doing this move. Just like planting people and his head into the ground like this." So. You know, it's it, it was in an era where he wasn't really the biggest guy. It was like Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, guys like guys like that. Randy Savage, who wasn't as tall, but you know, really yoked up dude. And all these guys had like you know, Hogan would do all these power slams, and you know, Savage and stuff, and and Warrior, you know, picking people up over his head, gorilla press slams. Well, Jake the Snake wasn't really doing any of that, and but he could do a DDT to anybody, no matter what size they were. And I thought it was just the, the perfect move for him, and uh, and yeah, so that's something I always think of when I hear the name the name Jake the Snake. I think about 
Randy Savage getting his arm bit, and I think about the uh, the DDT because I think it's one of I honestly think it's one of the best wrestling moves that's ever been created in the history of pro wrestling. So sorry. yeah, I I completely agree with you. That I didn't. Even, that's actually really really good observation. That's actually really really astute. I really that's really smart because you're so right. The DDT essentially is like the perfect finisher. <laughs> yeah, really, it's it's a great move. It's a great. Move. I mean, it's cool. It's effective. It's brutal. It looks awesome if you do it right um but yeah i think that that's actually really because i didn't know that he was the one that pioneered it essentially yeah i didn't know that so you learn something new every day like i said i never claimed to be like a wrestling knowledge person especially from like back in the day so i really do enjoy like learning new things so i'm really glad to have learned that today yeah uh, and and, but and like and like Peter saying in the chat, like he's asking if if Jake invented it or popularized it, uh, because a lot of the time what does happen is like these moves will be done in like another country and like they just wind up being like popularized in the U.S. From what I understand, Peter, like I was saying, I've heard the story. Once again, there might have been somebody doing it before and we just didn't know it. But from what I understand, Jake the Snake literally like accidentally invented the move. Like he was going for a front headlock on someone and just. It just fell the wrong way and then realized like what he had done and that it would be a great move. So he, I, I, from, I give him credit because it, at least according to him, you know, that's how it was invented. But, uh, at the, at the absolute very least, he definitely was the one to popularize it. I mean, unquestionably. So. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. Moving on. We got, and thank you very much for the super chat on that code. Thank very much you. It's a very good question, and it was a very good uh, super chat. I enjoyed it. And also, I'll mention, because we're getting about halfway up the card here, if there's anybody who has joined us uh, a little bit later on in the show, we're doing Wrestle Rumble uh, entry giveaways. They're doing a double or nothing pick em contest. The winner's going to get $1,000. Second and third both get 100 and we're also going to give away an entry for the American, sorry, the Great American Belt Bash giveaway, which is giving away five United States Championship replica belts. Um, one winner is going to get an entry to both of these. And the way to possibly win is at the end of the show, we're going to take everybody's name who enters uh, in, in the chat. I'll tell you how to enter in a second. All the names are going to go on a random name generator that I'm going to put live on the screen. And whenever name pops up on that, you're going to get a free entry for the Wrestle Rumble contest. And you're also going to get a free entry for the American Belt giveaway. So the way to get possible entries, if you give us a super chat that is $10 or more, you get three. your name gets on the list three times. If you give us any super chat of any amount, doesn't matter how much it is, you get two. And if you just put the words... Just type the words Wrestle Rumble on the comments. So, or uh, in the live chat, just type Wrestle Rumble next to your name. You'll get one shot in an entry with I'll that. I'll put in the comments of the video because I won't see that. So, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, just in the. You uh, can want, if you want to, that's good engagement for us, but it's, you're not going to get an entry, but in the live chat. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Thank you for clarifying that. In the live chat. So, um, <clears throat> like Peter, for instance, I see you in here. If you were just to type Wrestle Rumble, we'd give you. I think I think he might be on there already, but we're gonna yeah. take, we're gonna take all those names at the end. No matter how many name times you're on there, you're gonna all get on the list. We're gonna hit the button. A name's gonna pop up. You're gonna get an entry for the Wrestle Rumble, um, yeah. Double or Nothing contest, and the belt giveaway. Do you want an entry, Peter? I don't know. He's not on there yet. 
Yeah, and Peter, if you want an entry, just type the words Wrestle Rumble in the chat um, for, a, for a shot at one of those contest entries. And once yeah. again, five or uh, $10 no, or more. Don't want to, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, uh, but yeah, all right, let's move on. We've got uh, a singles match between Adam Hangman Page and Brian Cage. Page versus Cage. Uh, <laughs> last night, basically, it seemed like I mean, we've been seeing a tease for a while of Brian Cage potentially leaving Team Taz. It sounds like that's one of the things they're kind of teasing for Double or Nothing is will Brian Cage come out by himself and fight Hangman one-on-one without the help of Team Taz? Or is he still aligned with them? We saw the two of them wrestle a few weeks ago. Brian Cage surprisingly pinned Hangman. I'd say clean. He did beat him up before the match a little bit, but... For the most part, it was a clean win, which people really did not expect to see at the time. So I have to imagine that Hangman gets the win back here, and I think it will be one-on-one. And I think by the end of the night, Brian Cage will not be affiliated with Team Taz anymore, or at the or at the very least, he'll break up with them on Dynamite on Wednesday. But I think this is the end of Brian Cage with Team Taz. I hope he mm-hmm. I hope he takes that FTW title and throws it in a trash can. Uh, they they have done nothing with that belt. He has done nothing but lose big matches since he's had that title belt. I I think it was just the just the prop that did not work out for the company. Yeah. Although I do want to see him have it whenever his action figure comes out. Whenever they make a Brian Cage action figure, I hope he comes with the FTW title belt. But on the show, that belt meant nothing. It still means nothing. It's not even on the line in this match. It hasn't been on the line ever, I don't think. Or if it has, it's like been once or something. Just total waste of time, that title belt. Mm-hmm. But I think Hangman wins. And then I think Brian Cage goes on to hopefully bigger and better things outside of Team Taz, maybe doing his own thing. What do you think, Jesse? Yeah, I think... Um... I don't know. Here's what I think. I think Hangman wins. I feel like maybe that you know, Team Taz costs Brian Cage the victory somehow. Like, they distract him by trying to help him. I don't know. That seems kind of WWE, though, doesn't it? I don't know. Um, somehow, some way, he loses. And I feel like him losing would, like, finally make him snap and it would cause him to leave Team Taz and say, you've done nothing for me but make me lose. This title means nothing. Like you said, he throws it in the trash. He gets all mad. It says, I need a new start. I'm on my own. I can do this on my own. I'll be better and do better. And that is how he leaves. So I'm going to say Hangman Page wins. And plus, Hangman Page is like undefeated, isn't he? Um, not, undefe- no, not undefeated. Lost. Yeah, he, he lost, lost. He lost to Cage a few, a few weeks ago. But, he, but outside of that, I think he's undefeated for the whole year. Yeah, and they, I think they feel like – I feel like they need to build to him and Kenny. So. Yeah, that, I think that's the long-term play. I, I st- ah! Sorry, my baby just crushed my ovary. Oh my god! I, mean, I couldn't tell for a second if you if that was you screaming or your uh, your alarm in the background. No, it went off right after. Oh my god, she was stepping on my stomach. She just stepped right in the wrong place. Oh my god, sorry. Oh, you're good, P- Peter. Peter Davies, you yeah, you can do it if you're in the UK still. If you're if you're asking about Wrestle Rumble. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll put your name on the list for, uh, for a potential entry at the end of the show. Um, Dylan, what's up, man? Welcome back to the chat. If you... Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> Good to see you in here, man. Um, what's up, Brandon? Good to see you in here too. I'm excited for the show also. Um, 
once again, y'all, I know we're seeing some new names in here. If you want uh, potential Wrestle Rumble entries, just type the words Wrestle Rumble in the chat. We're going to be doing a, a drawing right at the end of the show to give away a free entry. And uh, if you give a super chat of $10 or more, you get three shots at it. Any other volume, number of super chat under $10, you get two shots at it. Um, yeah, so as far as, I mean, I, yeah, I feel like, I feel like Hangman has to win here as well, but him and Kenny, that will happen, and I do think Hangman is going to beat Kenny for the title. I think he's going to be the one to do yeah. it, but it's going to be, it's, we're still on a slow build here. The only, the only thing that could possibly fast track it almost accidentally is if, and I say accidentally, like AW knows what they're doing, but like, if Hangman is constantly like the number one contender, like the number one ranked guy, or like in that top three, if the rankings truly matter and wins and losses truly matter in AEW, like he would have to get a title shot if he keeps winning. You know what I mean? Because like it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense for Kenny to just be wrestling guys that were like ranked lower than him over and over again, like if the rankings truly matter. So Yeah. That's just one thing they got to kind of figure out. Maybe he beats Brian Cage on this pay-per-view. The next pay-per-view, it's him versus, like, Darby or somebody, like, someone else that might be high-ranked at the time. And uh, Hangman can keep having these big matches, get big wins. Maybe he beats a guy like Cody or something on pay-per-view. Like, like you you know, like, just keep giving Hangman big wins on pay-per-view. And then hopefully in, like, half a year from now or something, then, like, you do... You do hang, or maybe even at uh, maybe even at at all out because that's going to be in Chicago yeah. and like the fans are going to be going nuts for that show. So I don't know. Yeah. They got a lot of good options, but I think Heyman Page, Page needs to win here, and I think everybody's in agreement with that. Um, totally. And and like we've both mentioned, I hope Brian Cage just he was a great fit for Team Taz, but like Team Taz is going to be fine anyways. Like they got Hobbs, they've got Hook, who's like gonna be the best wrestler of all time according to the internet um we have uh ricky Starks. he's but he's dealing with injury right now like team taz they're gonna be fine they'll keep building and stuff like that and, and cage it'll be interesting to see what he does out on his own yeah it'll be interesting i think he'll do just fine oh yeah fine. I, I agree super uh super talented and uh peter we got you with a uh you're gonna get your name on there once bill's mafia are gonna get their name on there once for those wrestle rumble uh raffles at the end here yeah, i got you both on there so thank you for keeping up with that jesse okay. after that we've got the casino battle royale the winner of this match is going to get a future shot at the aew world title and they don't specify when that shot is but um i'm sure we'll figure out soon enough this is a lot of people I'm about to read off. And the the funny thing about this is the first name on the list is like as far as I really need to go. But I think, <laughs> but but we have Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, Powerhouse Hobbs, Pentagon, Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, both members of Private Party, The Blade, Evil Uno, Colt Cabana, Preston Vance, aka 10, Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, QT Marshall, Nick Camarado, Dustin Rhodes, Lee Johnson, and a mystery entrant. So I'll ask you two things here, Jesse. Who do you think wins this match? And who do you predict might be the mystery to be announced in this one? Do you think the, t- the to be announced winds up winning? Or do you think it's a name that uh, I just read out here? Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be Christian Cage that wins. I feel like it has to be him. Um yeah, that whole list. 
I mean, Jungle Boy would be pretty cool, but I just, out of that whole list, I feel like, other than obviously to be announced, who, who could that be? Um, I'm going to say Christian Cage. Who do I want to be the to be announced? Um, Brian Danielson. Duh. (laughs) I mean, heck. But apparently, according to my husband, the New Japan and the WWE talks are all about Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan wants to go to Japan. So I don't know if that's true. I don't know where he heard that. I don't know if he read The Observer because I do subscribe to it. But um, I sure as heck would like it to be. um, Or, oh, my God. But he can't. Smojo can't, can he? Does he have a nine? Is he still in the ninety yeah. days? Has it been ninety days? No. Um. Yeah, this is. I mean, I think the obvious choice here is Christian. Also, like mm-hmm. to win the match. Um. I mean, they got to do him and him and Kenny for the belt. Like they've already teased it. Like they might as well do it. And I think it'll be a really good match. Um, I don't expect Christian to win, though, but I think it'll be a really solid match. And like you were saying, the, the TBA, like, I don't think it'll be Brian Danielson. I think if he was to show up on the show, it'd be, like, after the main event. Like, Kenny retains the title, and he's talking about being, you know, the, the best wrestler in the world or something. And then, like, final countdown hits, and Brian Danielson comes out, and the place literally, like, the roof blows off of the uh, the dome that has no roof. Um, it does have a roof. Oh, it does have a roof? Yes, it does have a roof. Oh, okay, never mind then. Um, so it blow, <laughs> blows the roof off. and uh, It's like a, like a, a tarpish roof, oh, I can think. Gotcha. Um, blow the top off. But as far as, like, who I think realistically might be the, uh, I think they call it the Joker card, right, in, in these things? Yeah. Um, there's a couple options that I think might be a little out of the box, but I think would make sense. Because also, like, I just don't think they, they debut Dane O'Brien in a, in this battle royal, like I said, I think it'd be like something yeah. bigger. Um, but, but once again, I mean, I know the winner gets an AEW world title shot, so at least there is like high stakes in this match. But some names I've thrown out there in the last few days, just this one's really random, but we just haven't seen him in a long time. Would be Joe Henning, who was you know okay. Curtis Axel in the WWE. Yeah. Um, just because we hadn't seen him in a long time, second generation guy, never really got a fair chance in the WWE. <laughs> Be interesting to see what he does in AEW if if he was to show up there. I've also seen yeah. people saying they want to see him in the NWA, which I think would be a really good fit. Um, then you've also got Chris Hero. We haven't seen him in a long time, and I mean that's a good one. Yeah, he would fit like a glove in AEW. I mean, he'd be perfect. Um, he'd be perfect for for that roster. So those are the two that I think I'm going to go with as like my like realistic potential i'm trying to think of there, there there could be someone even on AEW tv potentially that i'm not thinking of oh and there was another scenario i saw the las vegas fight shop tweeting this out the other day which i thought would be this would be the best scenario i think but it's pretty unlikely but because of what we've been seeing on twitter back and forth between the two if the joker card wound up being matt cardona and as he was coming out to the ring, Nick Gage just beats the hell out of him and takes his spot. And then it winds up being Nick Gage in the match. Um, but I love that. yeah, me too. I mean, I don't, I, I think it's possible Nick Gage shows up on the show too. Like, I don't know if it would necessarily be in this match, but 
I could see him maybe popping up and uh, attacking Moxley because the two of them have been going back and forth all over the place, like for GCW. So, um... That would be spicy. Yeah. There are some risks a little bit with having him involved in the show, like, you know, with his, you know, his, his history and everything. But he's he's a pretty good example of a guy, like, you know, someone getting, you know, another chance and really taking advantage of it and doing great. I mean, the guy's a real inspiration, like, nowadays, I think, to, like, a lot of people, which I think is really cool. Um, and, and with the dark side of the ring being as popular as it is, like, this would be a perfect time for him to pop up on AEW. So, um, I think it'd be, I'd like to see something like that maybe as well. But I think the safe bet is Christian Cage getting the win here. Um, Yeah. After that, we got, this is a polarizing one. So, it's funny because... Oh, yes. (laughs) um, Oh, wait, before that, before that, we got a super chat. Thank you, Peter. Good deal. I've added you twice, Peter, to the entries. Perfect. A few more. Um, you want to read it out, Jesse? Sure. It says, uh, it's Peter with Super Chat. Thank you so much, Peter. We super duper appreciate it. Super duper much. It says, think Hangman, Hangman wins title at All Out. Silver and Reynolds do too. And you end All Out with Hangman and Dark Order Celebration. Oh, okay. So they win the, um, the tag titles. And Hangman wins the title. And then so you have Hangman and the Dark Order Celebrate. That would be good. I like that. That would be neat. I think, yeah, I think depending on what they're doing with this Kenny, all the belts, depending on how long that lasts, because um, the next big one is all out. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, and then he'll also be doing Slammiversary, or sorry, he'll be doing, uh, well, he'll be doing Against All Odds against Moose, and then Slammiversary is in like July, so it'll probably be maybe, so that I think will be before the next AEW show also. All out September, so. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that seems like that's, unless they, like I said, they go more with it and stuff like that. I feel like that's a good time for Hangman to win. Um, I feel like by then, obviously, more crowds will be back to normal, because I feel like crowds, we're still getting our sea legs a little bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Gotta get used to being back in a crowd and reacting like a crowd, because that, damn Austin Powers chant, which we'll get into, whatever the hell that was. Um, but I think that would be a good scenario, and I feel like the Dark Order does kind of need to uh, pick me up a little bit, especially with what they've been dealing with. Yeah, I mean, that would be a pretty uh, pretty cool ending to a big show, would be Hangman and, and the Dark Order celebrating. I think it might be kind of a far-fetched uh, idea, Peter, but I think that it's it's a good one. Like, I would definitely mark out for that. I love those Dark Order guys, and like, um, I mean, I think I, I know uh, Uno and Grayson wrestled Ethan Page and Scorpio last night. Uno and Grayson, I've been saying it for a long time. Like those guys are a damn good tag team. Like yes, they are. Yeah, I, they I they could really push the two of them big. I think. I mean, I wouldn't mind them being the tag team champions. I really wouldn't. And then you have Silver and Reynolds, who are a great tag team for like totally different, not totally different reasons. They're great in the ring as well, but they're like they're 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 definitely different than Uno and Grayson, um, so yeah, I mean I like the idea, and I and I I think we're all on the same page. Most of us I think are on the same page with Hangman being the one to probably dethrone Kenny at some point. So thank you, yeah. again, thank you again, Peter, for the super chat. Very much appreciated. 
Um, yeah, so moving on. Like I said, this is a polarizing one. We got Cody Rhodes, who is going to be the American dream Cody Rhodes, taking on Anthony Agogo. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who love Cody's recent promos. There's a lot of people who uh, dislike them. There's a lot of people that think that Cody's, like, actually the heel. There's a lot of people that think he's the clear babyface. Uh, we know hardly anything about Anthony Agogo. Uh, we know he's a, a former Olympic boxer who pretty much just punches people in the stomach. Uh, but also, I've heard, has, like, no vision in one of his eyes and has a broken rib right now. So, like, we'll... <laughs> What? Yeah, so we'll see how this goes. Um, I think it's on... Is it on me for the first pick on this one? I think it is. Because um, I think you had Christian in the last one first. Either way, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's obvious who I'm picking. I'm picking Cody. Like, I, I, I think I think that a go-go could definitely win. I mean, Cody, I think, is the kind of guy who would put over a go-go and like, really try to help build the new star, but... I don't know if a go-go is the, that, the right guy to do that with. I really, it, the verdict is still very out for me on whether or not I like Anthony a go-go. So I got, I got a, a go-go with Cody Rhodes is my prediction. Uh, um, nice. <laughs> yeah. That was right off the dome. You like that? <laughs> that was awesome. Oh. That was so good. That was so fresh. I love it. Oh, um, that was funny. Yeah. Who, who do you have Jesse? What do you think about this feud? Like, do you have a problem with like, cause obviously, I mean, I'm going to mark out, like crazy just the fact that he's the american dream cody rhodes like i think that's incredible that, um, yeah that's that's cool yeah i i did not like his promo i thought it was weird i thought it was a little tone deaf i felt like a senate run like i, I literally thought he was announcing he's gonna like run for office or something i did not like it um i in a way i feel like the whole british versus usa thing is kind of lazy it's like we're not fighting like British people and the U S people get along pretty dang well from last time I checked. Um, but I get it. They're trying to make it a feud and I guess they just kind of ran with that because it's the American dream thing. So I get it. I think it'll be really cool. This would be a really cool night, even though he is doing the American dream thing to turn heel. They've got to turn Cody heel. I feel he's got too much heat online. He's got too much heat in general. I feel like they really need to turn him heel. I don't know. Maybe I've just been reading too much on Twitter. But um, but I don't feel like they will turn him heel because he's got the whole reality show coming out. <laughs> but, yeah. but like we talked about before with John Moxley, Brandy will give birth soon. Right. He's, he's, I would assume he's going to take some time off especially for the birth of his child, if not a little bit longer to get used to having a baby around. As I can tell you, it is hard work. You need more than one person. Um, single moms don't know how you do it. All the credit in the world to you. So he's going to lose and fall eventually. Is Anthony Agogo going to be that person? Mm, I, I don't think so. I'd like to see it. It would be cool. But like you were saying, he's kind of hurt. I don't feel like going on with him while he's hurt is a good idea. Um, so I'm going to go with Cody. But they need to do something with Cody because, I don't know, it's just not working. Yeah, I, so I think that, and I've been saying this for a while, Like I think Cody is, like, he's going to turn heel at some point in the probably pretty near future. But I, 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 I don't... 
it's it's interesting to me the whole like because depending on where you live cody in this feud is either the the heel or the baby face like totally depends on where you live or like how you what you how you feel about the united states of america you know what i mean it's really it's really interesting um because you know i don't know it's 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 really it's hard to explain because like i'll see the same people there there will be people that like get really happy when it's like so-and-so from you know this country versus so-and-so versus this country and they might be from the same place like let's say you have like a uh what's a good example trying to think of a match like recently or or from uh john cena and rusev well so uh, so actually i'm thinking of like the opposite of that like like two people from the same country let's say like uh it just happened on impact recently uh with like josh alexander and pd williams we'll just say we'll just say that's not a huge match but like that's it's a good matchup they're both from canada the same people that will say like oh this is awesome to see two canadians wrestle each other will also be like you know, because like, that's like a patriotic thing, right? Like you're you're happy you're seeing two of your your countrymen wrestling each other and getting TV time. Like it's like as a Canadian, you're like oh, this is great. Canadian versus Canadian, I get to see two Canadians against each other. This is awesome. But like, yeah. but like you can't be, but like you can't be happy that like Cody's representing America. You know what I mean? Like I like I yeah. like I I get that. Uh, look, look, I get we had a, a terrible president. Like I get that. Like I get that the world hated us during that. I get it. The guy we got in now seems like a much better human being. I'm not going to get political here, but it's one of these things where it's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and like pretend like I hate America. I'm just not going to do it. Like there are things, there are things about America that I, that I don't agree with. There are, but there are things all over the place that I don't agree with all over the place. So like for Cody to come out and cut like a a pro, like a pro America promo and be like super over the top, like representing America. I don't really have a problem with that. The, the 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 stuff that I think rubs a lot of people the wrong way is that he's doing that, but then he's also there. There's like the cultural aspects of it too. Like there's there's a lot of layers to it, but it depends on who you are. Because like if you like the Jacksonville crowd last night, they loved Cody, and they're doing the USA chants. Like there was like a patriotic thing for them. Like they are there. They feel like they have their freedom back. Like they're out. They're able to go to a show again. They don't feel like they're stuck at home. They feel like things are getting back to normal, and they're 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 with Cody. But the the, the what's going to happen though is the I think the more that Cody keeps leaning into the American dream, because here's the other side: if you're not from America, he's the heel. It's that simple. Because if you dislike America, or you are from the UK, or you are more pro UK than you would be US, then you should be going for Anthony Agogo. Because, like, why would you want Cody to win? Why would you want America to win? Like, you're going for your own country. You know what I mean? Like, so, and I have no problem with that, by the way. Like, and that's another reason, like, in MMA, it happens all the time. It is incredibly common. Happens on every single show, multiple times a show. Somebody from Brazil, the Brazilians all cheer for. Somebody from America, the Americans are cheering for. So half the crowd's going, USA, US, the other half's going, you know, boo, screw USA. Yeah. We, um, you know, Brazil. Yeah, I mean, that's that's sports. That's that's World Cup. Is the World Cup not founded on these things? Like these are, so so it's one of those things where like I get people disliking Cody, but I think it's strange when like Americans are like they can't be happy at all that they're American. Like I, I that that's weird to me. 
Like, we still live in a great country, y'all. Like, I'm sorry. There are things that are messed up about our country. I agree. But, like, I'm not going to sit there and pretend like I hate living in America. Like, let's get real, you know? I love her. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then there's the other stuff with, like, Cody and, like, you know, and Brandy. And, like, there's, you know, him, you know, kind of representing, like, a black community and not being black and all that. Like, I, I get it. There's a lot of layers to this stuff. I totally get it. But, you know... It's one of those things where I, I kind of like the, what he's doing right now because all, everyone's talking about him. He's not saying anything that I think is like racist or like xenophobic. He's just supporting his country. And you can decide, do you like what he's saying? And do you, you want to cheer? It. Do you buy it or do you think he's lying? That's right. basically kind of well, and here's the thing. At the end of the day, I still think he winds up turning heel. And it, and it winds up working even better whenever he... I don't think he does it on this show. I think maybe he... Like this happens and like... You know, he, I think he will go away for a minute to, to help Brandy out. And I think he will turn heel. Because remember months ago, I was even calling for him to be a part of Pinnacle. Like, I've been wanting him to turn for a minute. So, I, it's, it's just one of those things. Like, I think ultimately, I think it's, I think it's smart. Because right now, it's up for you to decide. Is Cody the heel or the face? Is a go-go the heel or the face? It depends completely on how you feel about certain issues. But... At some point, mm -hmm. Cody's going to turn on everybody. Like, like it's not going to matter if you liked him or if you didn't. He's going to be the one of the, the top heels in the company, I think, a few months from now. And he's going to be doing it to get like to get hate. He's going to be trying to get hate however he can. So, we'll uh we'll 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 see. Um, but uh. And yeah, like Bill's Mafia agree. Like, see, like the UFC comparison is really the best comparison I can make. It happens literally every show. Um, so, has a show been focus group prior to airing? As yeah, Cody needs to like chill with his like over defending himself because he just eats it online. Like, bro, not everyone's gonna like what you do. You don't have to defend it. Like, you really don't. Like. Just, like right. that whole like it was in front of a focus group, like. Wait. So what? what so what's what's uh, Isa talking about? I missed that. Okay. So Cody was defending his promo that he cut, saying that it, he had performed it in front of front of a oh, focus okay. group. Gotcha. And hate it. And all these. By the way, a bunch of people were like, "Oh, Jesse Davin was on the focus group." No, I wasn't. I don't know what the focus group is. I hated his promo. I did not like it. No, no shame to Cody or anything like that, but I did not like. No, it, it, it was thing, weird. Like, I like there. I'll even say like I there. It was because it was all over the place. Like at first, I was like I thought he was cutting a heel promo. Like I really did, and then like I realized that it wasn't. But what like, sorry, what's that, Jesse? I said, bro, what are you talking about? Like I literally thought he was running for office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like because even me, like being a huge Cody Rhodes fan, you know, like I was like. I, even I was confused at at certain points of it as like why is he why is he even bringing this up like you know what I mean like so trust me like I I was I wasn't one of those people that thought it was like the, like I loved the promo either like I was weird I thought it was kind of weird too um, there's this other there's just kind of more to it I feel like but but yes so but so basically what you're saying is he he had practiced this in front of a focus group before he did it live and like apparently they said it was good so he did it is that yeah. okay yeah apparently he's like all my promos go through a focus group which i think is just him going to the nightmare factory and saying his promo in front of students um but 
I, I don't know. I can't speak on it, but yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what he said. And it was like kind of cringe. It's like, bro, like you can just take it out. Like you're Cody Rhodes. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. It really is. We'll see where that all winds up going. Um, I mean, I will be honest though. Like, once again, I'm the biggest Cody Rhodes fan in the world. No one's, you know, I'm very open about that. But like, if you're having to do it in front of a focus group first, do you think maybe it isn't a good idea to begin with? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you think it might be, yeah, that's a good point. You know, um, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm just something to maybe think about, like. If you think it might be like you're not, you're so unsure if you should do it or not that you're doing it in front of people first to make sure it's okay to do, and then loads again. Like who are those people? If they're your students, of course they're gonna, you know, of course they're gonna be like, yeah, this is yeah, great. I'm gonna tell him, bro, maybe you should just sit this one out. Right, like no one's gonna say that to him. I wouldn't say that. So, and then also you don't know who he's saying that to. Like, is the person in are the people in the room? more right-leaning politically or that you know what i mean like you don't yeah. know so like you don't people yeah so that that i will say that 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 is interesting thank you uh isa for putting that in the chat because i actually didn't even know about any of that so yeah, I didn't know that. no i jesse i stays i usually stay pretty off twitter for the most part. <laughs> most of my tweets are pre-scheduled i uh I, I, I do a whole bunch of them at one time and then it is scheduled okay. throughout the day so i don't actually have to be on twitter a whole lot um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Okay. So, anyways, at the end of the day, I've got Cody Rhodes for the match, and you do as well. It sounds like, but it wouldn't yeah. surprise either of us if a go go won because they're they looks like they're trying to build off of Cody right now if they can. Yeah, they could read the room and have a, a go go win. So yeah, and it would be cool if Cody just straight up turned heel during the match, like made it clear like I, that could happen. Yeah. So cool. We'll see what happens there. Um, after that, we have the AEW Women's Championship on the line. Hikaru Shida defending the title against Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Uh, this is one that I know fans are very excited about, as am I. Uh, you are first on the predictions for this one, Jesse. Do you think Hikaru Shida, um, you know, we just saw that ceremony last night. She got a new title belt. Uh, Shida has been the champion for, I guess it was over a year because of the ceremony. And Britt Baker, a lot of momentum. Uh, in my opinion, the most improved wrestler in AEW since the company started. And that's for the men or the women or, you know, non-binary, whatever. Yeah. Regardless of gender, I think Britt Baker is the most improved uh, person on yeah. the entire AEW roster since it started. Mm -hmm. um, but who do you think wins this one? She to retain or is this Britt Baker's moment? Um, first of all, I do want to say that the comments by the Spanish announcer against Hikaru Shida were super not cool, and I'm glad that he was fired. Even though I have not been very impressed with Hikaru Shida's uh, run as champion, I feel like it's been very bleh. I do feel like she deserves respect, and I feel like she deserves to be respected and honored as champion, and what he did was super not cool, and I'm glad he's fired. So... Peace out, good riddance. The trash took itself out. Yeah. However, and by the way, like just just not to cut you off, but like you, anyone who listens to our show, like we're we're never sitting here like happy that people lose their jobs. But like, if you're gonna be saying racist stuff, like there has to be a consequence, right? So like that's why like Jesse saying that it's like I feel like that's totally justified, just just for what it's worth. Yeah. As people that 
do not rally behind people getting fired. It's like, that guy deserved it straight up. So I'm glad AEW made the right move as well. Yeah. And so we do, like, I can be critical of her run, but I'm still going to always respect and support her. Like, she's a good wrestler. Um, But that being said, I feel like Britt Baker has to win this. She is so over. She cut that cool promo last night about being part of the new era. And then what did she say? It'll go from 316 to DMD. And then she dropped the microphone and walked off. She's got to win. She's got to win. And this whole, we can talk about it like after we wrap up a little bit, but like this whole new era thing is like kind of got me hype and wondering what's going on. So, um, yeah, I, Britt Baker has to win this. I think it'll be a really, really good match. Hikaru Shida is a fantastic wrestler. Britt Baker, like you said, is the most improved AEW wrestler on the roster. Night and day difference. She's fantastic. This will rock. This could be the main event if it wanted to be, but I understand why it's not. But I, I'm really excited for this. This could seal the show if they want it to. Yeah, I fully agree. This is, uh, this is just really good stuff. Uh, Sheeta's title run. I'm with you. It hasn't been the most spectacular, but she is, she's been consistent. And sometimes that's all I really ask for. Like, especially out of a long-term champion. Cause that part of what makes Sheeta's title reign. Well, not even necessarily for Sheeta, like for, for Brit, let's say part of what's going to make this so great for Brit. Cause I'm with you. I'm going to take Brit Baker as well. If, if Brit wins, it isn't her just winning the title. It's her dethroning a long-term champion. Like, like that. the titles, this is how you build titles. This is how you make titles matter. Like, mm-hmm. she, like Sheeta had good matches. Like, she didn't, it wasn't like this over-the-top spectacular title run. I'm with you. But she had consistently good matches. Um, she was a very credible champion for them. And she still is. You know, to this day, she's still the champion. But Britt Baker... I I don't I don't want to like say this to like to downplay the importance of any of the other women with AEW but like I'm just going to keep it real Britt Baker in my opinion is by far the most valuable woman on that roster like and it isn't even close like as far as like potential massive like actual star like not just not just like within wrestling star like somebody finding out about Britt Baker and being like what's she do she wrestles. I gotta find out AEW. Okay, I'm gonna watch AEW. Go watch her. Like, she to me can be like a Becky Lynch type star. Like, I really do. Um, I really think that she she checks every box you'd want out of a wrestler. Like, she looks great. She's great in the ring. She's fantastic on the microphone. She's got a good character. Her character is the classic. Her turned up to you know volume eleven. Like it's. It's the it's the total package, and she's only getting better. That's the other side of it that's exciting. Is I still think she's maybe like seventy percent of the way to where she's going to be one day. Like she's still got a lot of stuff that she can get better at, and that's like, and that's like uh, in a, in a good way. Like she's only going to keep getting better. So and then it's like she's with Adam Cole, and I know that doesn't mean a whole lot, like who you're married mm-hmm. to or who you're with. But I mean, if you're sitting around all day with someone like Adam Cole and you guys wind up talking about wrestling, like you're going to wind up bouncing some really good ideas off one another. Like you got a great wrestler and a great wrestler in a house together all the time. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like when you hear about these stories of the click, how they would be driving from city to city and they would just be talking about wrestling for hours at a time. They were just obsessed with it. 
I, I don't I don't necessarily think that Adam Cole and Britt Baker are just sitting around always talking about wrestling, but the time yeah. but the times that they do, imagine how great those conversations probably are. And the ideas that Britt probably gets from Adam and the ideas that Adam probably gets from Britt. And I mean it's like I think there's a reason that the two of them are attracted to each other. The two of them are both so good at what they do. Like they're you know what I mean? It's just it's really cool to see. And Britt Baker man, her progression has been really, really fun. Uh, I hope she gets an action figure soon. I think they're going to announce it this weekend. I hope they do. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I think it's clear. I think everybody wants it. Britt Baker should be the next champion. Sheeta was a, was was great for, for what she needed to do with that title belt. But Britt Baker is going to take this thing to a whole nother level. And if she's the champion and, and things open up more and, oof, whoa, that was a loud one. Um, if things open up more, then if we get a possibility of like Deanna Perrazzo coming over from Impact and wrestling Britt Baker for like title versus title or something, like these matches could be so good, and it and it's really what AEW needs. Like, sorry, no, you're good. No, I I know you're you're dealing with that. All of our fire alarms went off. <laughs> um, but th- these are the things that you need. These are, this is how to get people to shut up about the AEW women's division not being that good. Like you get you get Britt you get Britt Baker the title. You start bringing people from Impact, like Jordan Grace and Deanna Perrazzo, into the company. And, you, I mean, you have so many options. You, like, Chris Statlander is going to be massive for them, I think. It's going to take a yeah. minute, but, like, Chris Statlander is really good. She's going to be another one that you're going to have for a long time, probably. I mean, you you are building. Like, Nyla Rose isn't terrible. I give her kind of a hard time, but, like, she isn't terrible. For, for like, for what she does in the ring, she, she serves the purpose pretty well. I just think it really depends on her opponents. Um, but, but like, mm-hmm. Nyla, but Nyla, she's fine. You know what I mean? Like, Nyla, and, and you still got Riho, and, like, like they're, they are putting together a good little roster right now. And Britt Baker should be the one to lead that. She really should. So, um, so I think we're all in agreement there. I think everyone in the chat probably agrees, too. Like, uh, I mean, Britt Baker is just the obvious choice to be the champion right now. Yeah. <clears throat> Hold on, we're having. Sorry, we were having issues. Okay. I smoke. No, you're good. No, don't. Well, it's just going to keep going off. Well, just wait. You fresh battery. You did. I if I, if you want to mute that real quick, Jesse, I'll I'll keep going through. <clears throat> um, the uh the main event of the show, we've got a triple threat um, match. Anyways, I'm back. I'm back. Sorry. Okay, good deal. Wait, I just wrapped up on the. Did you have anything to add about Britt Baker? No. Okay, perfect. <laughs> then uh. We got the heavyweight title match. And once again, last time I'll mention this, y'all, WrestleRumble.com. We're going to be doing the raffle for this. We're going to be talking about this match, maybe talk a little bit more AEW. And then we're going to do the raffle to give away a WrestleRumble Double or Nothing contest entry. Winner's going to get $1,000. We're also going to give away an entry to the same person for the Great American Belt Bash giveaway. Great American, I keep wanting to say Great American Bash Belt because that's how it should be, but it's the Great American Belt Bash backwards but for for these five title belts um we're gonna be giving away a free entry to both of those to one person in the chat the way to do that you're getting your name on the list three times for a super chat that's ten dollars or more a super chat of less than ten dollars gets your name on there twice just saying the words wrestle rumble in the uh in the live chat there uh if you just type the words wrestle rumble you get your name on there once we're gonna pick a winner after the predictions um all right main event 
Kenny Omega defending the AEW World Title against Orange Cassidy and Pac in a triple threat match. Man, there's a lot of layers to this one too, because like Orange Cassidy was over as hell at the show last yeah. night. Oh my gosh, and him him holding that title looked so legit. Yes. I know. I liked it. I liked it more than I should. I, I love Orange Cassidy. I, I've, mm-hmm. I've been a fan of his pre-AEW. You know, like, I, I was... I'm a very, very big fan, but I'm also very pro, like, Kenny being the champion, Kenny collecting belts, long-term title reign, all that. But I did... I, I saw him holding that belt last night, the reaction it got, and I was like, ooh, Orange Cassidy is champion. Like, that's... That's not the worst idea. It really isn't. Um... And then you got Pac, who's just an incredibly good in-ring wrestler. I mean, it's just this this should be a really good triple threat match. Um, I think it's on me first for this one. I've already pretty much given it away. I think Kenny Omega retains, but I think this is going to be really, really, really damn entertaining. And I think it's going to exceed a lot of people's expectations because the build for this, honestly, I don't think has been great. But last night, I think they did a really good shot, a really good job on on the go home show. Um, with what we just mentioned with Orange Cassidy and everything. So I'm taking Kenny. What do you think about this matchup, Jesse, and who do you think wins? I'm taking Kenny as well. Uh, obviously, his whole belt thing, just it's going to go for a while. Um, like you said, I, I completely agree with like literally everything you said. Oh, yeah, Orange Cassidy looked so good with that belt last night. This is going to be real fun. This is going to be such a fun match. Pop. Orange Cassidy and Kenny Omega all in the ring together. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Match of the year potential, if I do say so myself. Um, but I think at the end of the day, man, yeah. Kenny's going to hit that one-winged angel on somebody, and they're going to take the fall. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be, at the end of the night, I think Kenny Omega is going to be one standing tall with the AEW World Championship. Hell yeah. I think we're, we're all in agreement there. I, I wonder if anybody in the chat, just out of curiosity if you're hearing me say this, or if you want to leave in the comments too afterwards on the replay, like who do you think is going to win all these matches? And do you, does anyone out there think that Orange Caster Pack may beat Kenny Omega? Because I think that most people feel like Kenny's going to retain, but is there anyone out there that's like really thinking Orange Cassidy's got a really good shot? And, and I'm not saying that to like be a jerk. Like I really want to know, like how, how, how well has AEW done on selling you that somebody could beat Kenny? Because, um, I think last night was a really good was a I mean that really showed a lot in orange. I really I really will say um, I don't think anybody expects Pac to win because I just don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. But there's no denying he's an incredible in ring wrestler. Um, so good stuff there. That's uh, that's AEW double or nothing, y'all. Yeah. And Jesse, I saw you just direct messaged me the uh, the contest names. So I'm going to hide this screen real quick and I'm going to open your direct messages and we will get this, uh, we will get this going for a free entry into the WrestleRumble.com double or nothing pick'em contest, as well as the great American belt bash random dot O-R-G. I like I'm saying orgy. Org, org. Um, I think this was the website we used last time, wasn't it? Random draw. It was like random, random. It up in the DMs. I think I linked it to you. Did you put it in the one you just sent me? No, I didn't. I just gave you the the names. 
but uh, um, it might be in the um, the there's something else. actually I'll I what? look at the Skype chat maybe let me look random list generator list randomizer yeah random.org popped up but I know that wasn't the one we were using because it, it was something different that that you sent me um, random picker it's a uh, miniwebtool.com miniwebtool oh here we go. Uh, random name picker. There we go. Thank you, Jesse. Got it. Um, Bill's Mafia says he'd say at most a five percent chance Cassidy wins, ninety four percent chance Kenny Kenny one percent pack. I dude, that's probably about as accurate of odds as you can get. I guess. <laughs> that's very extremely accurate. So here is the list, y'all. These are all the names, uh, as you can see here. Anybody who sent super chats of ten or more has multiple uh, chances here, and anybody who sent uh, any of the other methods, your names are all here. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit this button here, pick a random name. The winner is going to get this rest rumble stuff. So, good luck to everybody. Here is the winner. <laughs> The winner is Peter. Peter Davies. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, Peter, to redeem this, all you got to do is, uh, if you're on Twitter, if you're following me or Jesse, like I'll, like, I'll reach out to you in direct messages. I just need to know what your Twitter is. Um, so, hope we'll give <laughs> So, uh, we'll give you a couple minutes here, Peter, if you're still here, uh, to let me know what your Twitter is. And while we're waiting on that, we can actually uh, go over our sponsors if you want. We can uh, kind of wrap up. Let me, uh, I'm going to hide this for a second again while I get the sponsors ready. But if you want to tell everyone what to do for the channel and all that good stuff while I'm getting it going. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for being part of the chat. We super duper appreciate it. We love our chat. Our chat is such a positive like it up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like it up. Like 10,188 like likes. That's right. We want 10,5188 likes. That would be incredible. That would be incredible. <laughs> so please do give this video a thumbs up. It does help the algorithm get more like-minded, amazing people. And coloring books. Sure. Coloring books, too. <laughs> it gets amazing people in the chat. We love our chat, so we want more. And more don't forget some 100 subscribers in the chat. Yes. Please do subscribe. Consider subscribing if you do like the uh, content that you see. Um, we do love having everybody around. If you just see the door slam every time I come in, and I'm sorry you heard the fire alarm was just kind of. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. That was kind of <laughs> weak. Yeah, weak. <laughs> yes. So please do give this video a thumbs up if you want. Hey, if you liked it. Like, 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 like. Yes, yes. And don't forget to add ten. Thousand and unicorn and baby emojis to our YouTube channel. <laughs> yes, maybe, sure. Maybe not the baby that, emojis because that might send the wrong message. But the unicorns yeah. are okay. So you can send a unicorn. Yeah. Leave a unicorn emoji in the comments. And don't forget some babies. Mm. Yeah, and don't... a picture of your toddler. Or... No, no, no pictures of toddlers. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. I got our uh, I got our sponsors pulled up here. 
We can awesome. start off, of course, WrestleRumble.com. They were a big part of the show today. Um, Peter, uh, let me uh, let me note this real quick. At C-R-A-Z-Y. Sorry, I'm on like multiple screens here. Crazy Pete 315. Uh, Crazy Pete, make sure you're following me on Twitter. Um, as long as you're following me, I'll be able to direct message you. So, uh, yeah. And unicorn emoji, and even a heart emoji. Yeah, what? thank you. Oh, Issa. oh, Issa, spamming the unicorns. What? Well, there you go. Appreciate that. Oh, those emojis are me. <laughs> Wait, Bill's Mafia. How do you do the the dab? That's a cool one. There's like a dab emoji in there. I think that's what he's doing. The little yellow guy. Um. Well, anyways, y'all, WrestleRumble.com. They've been great to us. We, of course, gave away that entry uh, to Peter Davies. And if you want to get in on the contest, you can join at WrestleRumble.com. Double or nothing pick them contest entries. You can get one entry for 10, three entries for 20, or five entries for 30. And the belt giveaway is only $1. If you want to join, I highly recommend it. First place is going to get $1,000 for the double or nothing pick them contest. Second and third are both going to get 100 And then the American belt... Great American Belt Bash giveaway. Of course, five different replica United States championships are up for grabs. So make sure to join those contests, join the raffle, and make sure to follow Russell Rumble on Twitter at Russell Rumble. Also, shout out to Music City Toys and Collectibles. I have a Dan Severn signed uh, glove to give away soon, so stay tuned for that. Uh, that was courtesy of Music City Toys. And these people are great, man. They, they have... They're good people that do fair business and they have autographs, they have memorabilia, they have action figures, they have everything you think of, old magazines and, and everything, pro wrestling related. They have some other stuff like, you know, sports stuff and uh, uh, they got like some like Ninja Turtle stuff and, and you know, a little bit of everything, but they, they're mainly known for their pro wrestling and, uh, and yeah, I can't say enough good things about them. Check out their retail location at 101 West Main Street in Waterton, Tennessee. That's W-A-T-E-R-T-O-W-N. I guess Water... I always get that mixed up. Waterton or Watertown. But it's 101 West Main Street in W-A-T-E-R-T-O-W-N, Tennessee. And, uh, and yeah, support them because they support us. Great people. And I promise you, you will not... Uh, you will not be... Uh, you will not regret it if you start doing business with uh, Music City Toys and Collectibles. And they also do claim sales on their Facebook, like live sales where you can buy stuff. They go through their, their store and their warehouse and stuff, and uh, you can get you can buy stuff right off YouTube or uh, right off uh, Facebook live from them. It's awesome. And lastly, got my brother Brian Jensen. He is a owner at Steel Boxing and Athletics, which is a gym out of Atlanta, Georgia. He helps with Parkinson's foundations and people of, of all needs. Like if you're looking to get in better shape, learn how to throw hands, if you want to just, uh, you know, know some self-defense, even if you want to, you know, if you want to uh, compete at an amateur level or a pro level in boxing, kickboxing, mixed martial arts, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Or even if you have neurological issue, if you have MS or Parkinson's or anything like that, Brian specialized in a wide range to help people of all sizes, all athletic ability. Doesn't matter what your background is. Doesn't matter what your gender is. Doesn't matter what your race is. Doesn't matter what your sex is. None, none of this matters. Brian can help you reach your goals. The best way to get in touch with him is on Instagram. Follow him at BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. He can help you anywhere in the world. He does a lot of remote stuff through Zoom calls, Skype sessions, and all that. 
but if you're anywhere near the Atlanta, Georgia area, he can help you in person. You can meet him at his gym. He can meet you at your business, in a park, at your house, whatever it is. He'll make it happen, reach your goals. Once again, follow Brian Jensen on Instagram at BoxingATL. And the last thing I am going to pull up real quick, just for so everybody knows, independentwrestling.tv. If you want to check it out, uh, use code FIGHTTALK on iwtv.live or independentwrestling.tv. And uh, yeah, that'll basically, uh, that'll really help support the podcast. It helps me, Jesse, Moe's, Doug, anybody here on the Fight Talk podcast feed. Uh, it helps us out to, to use that code. Once again, it's Fight Talk, all as one word with no spaces on independentwrestling.tv or iwtv.live. Uh, the amount of stuff they have on this uh, on this site is absolutely incredible. Like just to just to give y'all an example of how much stuff you can watch on this platform, these are all companies that have multiple shows, right? I mean, this can take me forever to scroll. Look at all these companies. I mean, this is like. <laughs> I mean, these are all com. These are all companies. I mean, this is it's insane. I haven't even hit the bottom of the list yet. Like. That that's that's what you get out of uh, independentwrestling.tv. So uh, so check it out. It's only ten dollars a month, and if you use my code, it helps me out a ton. So that's everything I've got. And then on Twitter, I'm afraid to open that because that's probably my direct messages. Let me switch that. Um, y'all can follow me on Twitter at fighttalk underscore. I keep everything updated there. Um, all the stuff I do on YouTube, all the audio stuff, all the stuff I do for Fightful. Check out the Weekender, FightfulSelect.com, all that good stuff. Uh, MMA watch-alongs for Fightful starting up uh, soon in June. So all that going on. And then, of course, you got Jesse. And Jesse, if you want to tell them a little bit more about where to find you at, I got you pulled up here. Of course. Sorry, ignore the baby going, <laughs> She's, like, trying to get my hand because she's teething. <laughs> Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jesse the Buckeye. It's on the, your screen below the picture of me. And um, yeah, and you can also find me on OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com slash Jesse the Buckeye. Doing my best to get back into that. It's been difficult with the baby and everything and the kids being around, especially with the summer coming up. But hopefully my husband will have a lot more time um, to watch them so I can get on my OnlyFans. So OnlyFans.com slash Jesse the Buckeye. If you want to DM me, that's the only way you're going to be able to reach me privately. Um, because I, my Instagram's private, my Facebook's private, and I don't like, whoa, yeah, I know, I don't like Twitter DMs, so, um, yeah, OnlyFans.com slash Jesse Buckeye, also, if you ever order Papa John's Pizza, I know summer's coming up, Papa John's Pizza, I have a code for 25% off, it's Jesse25, J-E-S-S-I-2-5, that's 25% off your entire Papa John's Pizza order, you can use that up to the end of the year, you can use it up to 100 times, almost, I'm almost done, jeez. <laughs> um. Oh, <laughs> having two kids is tough. Use the Papa but, John's um, code, y'all. Yeah. I use it all the time. Whenever I get Papa John's, I use that code every time I get it. So do that. I just used it recently. Um, because my daughter said she wanted Papa John's pizza. She literally s- specified which brand. I was like, okay. 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 So, yeah. So that's the best way to contact me. And obviously on the YouTube channel, just subscribe and like, like, like. Um. So. Yeah, and I hope everyone enjoys Double or Nothing, and I hope everyone has a good Memorial Day weekend and all of that. Safe travels, everything. Yeah, same here. I hope everyone has a great weekend. I hope everyone enjoys Double or Nothing, and uh, unless you got anything left, Jesse, we'll uh, we'll get on out of here. Yep. All right. See y'all. Bye. See ya.